The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat. Coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. episode of Remembrancer's Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm here tonight with Michael. Hey. And our good friend from Hampton Roads 30k. You all might know him. He is just a swell dude. Runs a lot of events at the Williamsburg Muster and also at Nova. Mr. Ben Marsh, how you doing? I'm doing great, Jesse. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate y'all. Glad to have you here. So uh, tonight's pretty free form, but uh, it's a new year. There are new events coming out. Ben, you want to go ahead and get jump right into it and talk about the Williamsburg muster? Yeah, I, I will. Uh, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about a couple of other things if you'll uh, if you'll uh, uh, oblige me. Um, Sounds good. So uh, coming up in February, um, the weekend of the 17th, 18th, and 19th, um, one of the uh, local gaming clubs called the old dominion military society uh they have been putting on an event called the williamsburg muster for about the last 12 or so years um it's primarily a uh a historicals based uh, event um so that has kind of turned off a lot of local gamers like that are more into the uh, you know the more modern game systems but um about somewhere around six years ago, I think, you know, you guys were, uh, you guys came down and, you know, started running, uh, some of the, some heresy stuff there. And that, uh, that shifted over to me, uh, the year after you did it. Um, and it's kind of grown from there, uh, where now heresy is there, one of their flagship events. Um, it's, it, well, it's certainly the most well attended where last year, I think we had, uh, well, we were set up to run 32 players, but I think we ended up because of a day of cancellations about 27. Um, but we're, you know, we're running another 32 man event this year as well. Um, and spots are filling up ridiculously fast. I've only got, I, th- I think I've got 27 signed up already and paid. So oh, wow. we got the, we only have a couple of spaces left as of uh, this recording. Push this one out quick. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I, I, I got I got business to take care of. I can't wait until the day yeah. of to try to get people to come, you know, roll dice. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard to get people to uh, commit to having fun. It's it's crazy, um, but uh, you know, it's definitely grown over the last few years, and it has been a really good experience, uh, not only just for me, but for um, you know our my local gaming group, and you know, I, we've been extremely fortunate to have the support of the uh, the Richmond uh, crew, and and it's expanded from there. Like we've got people that regularly come down from Pennsylvania, Northern Virginia, and Maryland uh, just to come play at these events because you know, you know it, that's how tight knit and uh, great the community is. Very supporting of one another. Um, so, like I said, that's uh, going on the weekend of the seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth of February. Um, the uh, the cost for the uh, narrative event is thirty bucks. Uh, it does include uh, the entry into the uh, the, the three day convention, um, and part of that goes to help me with price support. Um, and we've got some sponsorships this year from uh, 
uh, Baron of Dice, uh, KR Multicase, and uh, Death Ray Designs. Uh, so some pretty solid uh, prize support and maybe some other stuff that I don't even know what it is yet because some people are donating stuff, which is awesome. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you've, you've, you guys have, uh, been great with your support and you've kind of seen how I run it, but, um, it's a three game narrative event over the course of a, basically a long game day. Um, you definitely get your money's worth. We start, you know, about nine o'clock in the morning and we go until right around six thirty, seven o'clock, um, with some breaks in the middle for, for lunch and whatnot. Um, but it's very, you know, I tell people like this, this event is going to be open to someone who just cracked open their uh, starter box, you know, and got everything built, to, you know, just a, a month ago and people who have been playing for the last decade. Like I want, you know, skill levels, uh, you know, the, from both ends of the spectrum, like expect the, the, the missions to be a little weird, nothing that's, you know, too crazy, but a little weird, not necessarily fair. Like, you know, things can kind of go, just kind of go wonky just at, at a moment's notice. And that's, that's the way I want it. Like everyone should feel like this is going to be something different, a little bit special uh, with a hard emphasis on, you know, having a good time connecting with the community, getting to know one another. That's just how I run all of my events. And yeah, that's how I will continue to run all of my events. <laughs> that's just like my core guiding principle when it comes to, you know, playing with little plastic army men. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. A few times I've been there. It's been a great time. It's just camaraderie all the way down. <laughs> oh yeah. And, uh, one of my favorite pictures that I still throw is my throw up is my, uh, my uh, profile picture from, uh, from time to time is a picture of like me and like six of the guys from the, uh, from the event, just all crammed into my van. <laughs> 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 if I don't want to say that, Michael, you're in that picture. <laughs> I think I might be. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, we're going on a cookout run. Everyone into the Honda Odyssey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, food. That's a thing. <laughs> I should get some of that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're new to the place and don't know anybody, when lunchtime comes around and everybody starts carpooling, you get to know people. It's it is true. And if and if you're one of the people that is uh taking the trek from up north, uh cookout is usually the place that we go, and boy are you in for a treat there. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like southern what you mean fucking uh s- southern fried nurgles <laughs> rot it's great i love it yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a good way of putting it <laughs> well they also uh the uh the place the, the our venue is the uh the clarion hotel and conference center and uh, mm-hmm. uh they recently uh got new ownership of the of the bar and grill there and it is mm-hmm. infinitely better than it used to okay. be um okay. we got to royally put it through its paces uh this past october at call to arms <laughs> uh like i, I feel kind of bad for him because like friday night or like friday during the day like we're, we're testing the food and we're like wow this is actually really good prices are good they got some good specials and we're like hey just so you know mm-hmm. Tomorrow's going to get wild. Like, oh, yeah, no, it shouldn't be too bad. No, no, it actually will. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think you understand what the, like, uh, <laughs> what 35, like, hungry neckbeards can do to a place, like, in a very short period of time. So um, just be prepared. Um, I, like, there's a, uh, there's a song that I would like to play for you. It's from Lion King. Just be prepared. 
it's going to get a little nuts. So, <laughs> I, and like, that's almost exactly how I put it. Like, I, like, well, that wasn't me, like, hyping it up for being on a recording. Like, like no, it's going to get really weird tomorrow. Like, just be prepared for just the, an, an influx of hungry people on a tight timeline. Oh, no worries, sugar. We got it. And, all right. Twelve hours later. <laughs> Anarchy. <laughs> absolute anarchy that poor that poor bartender looked like she had been like it was like the d-day invasion like she was like just the one bartender (laughs) just yeah just the one during the lunch hour rush and she was like what the fuck (laughs) what are all these people like uh, apparently the shift beforehand did not tell the shift that followed mm. and we're oh, like no. oh come on now they got more people on like they, they 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 rallied and everything got taken care of and the food was really good and the price was good but still yeah. it was just that one little moment like that poor girl oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> like just absolutely astounded but it went well and they will never make that mistake again <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, no, they, uh, they, they, ODMS has been really good to us and, you know, letting me kind of have creative control of how I want to run my event. And they just, uh, it's, it's nice. Cause they're all, you know, much older guys. I mean, they're all, you know, mm-hmm. you know, late fifties, sixties, and I just don't think they understand the terminology I use. And they're just like, Oh, he must know what he's talking about. Like, just, <laughs> so I just, I just do what I do. And, uh, people start walking through their front door and they're like, Oh, you guys must be here for heresy. Cause you are under 45 <laughs> <laughs> right this way. Yeah. Except for that one guy that we play with who's older than that. And he gets confused and we just have to kind of cart him up to our 40 or uh, for, to our 30k tables it works out um but uh they've they've done right by us and they're always you know super appreciative of the support that we give them and they give us a they give us a home to uh to to get to play some heresy and that's that's been really good to keep uh, the community kind of tethered together give us you know a you know a home base you know outside of you know nova um every year i think it has Mm -hmm. been very helpful over the last couple years before second ed came out um, and now that second ed is out, like people are just looking for an excuse to go out and try new things and meet new people and, and really get back into playing in a, you know, a, a convention format. So, um, that's been really good. Um, so that's, that's in February. Um, from that, uh, there looks like there's some opportunities over the spring and, and summer, uh, that, you know, they're still in the planning phases, uh, but there's a couple of other smaller uh, local conventions and um, even got asked by the uh, the team up at Historicon up in Pennsylvania to uh, to run some uh, heresy stuff up there. Oh, like, that seems cool. really odd, too. It's like, well, this is definitely a historicals gaming event, <laughs> but even their old guard is like, yeah, it's nice to have some young blood in here, too. Like maybe on their mm-hmm. way to the heresy tables, they can look at our Napoleonics. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> most important thing is just getting you know new people in there and they'll figure out what happens after that. So, um, that's true. That's a, that's a good opportunity that we're looking on. And of course, you know, the Nova open in, in September is kind of our Mecca. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and you know, everyone here in the, uh, recording tonight has uh, got an, a real hand in making that happen. <laughs> um, and like everything that I do, even if it's for myself, like I've got that in my mind, like, all right, how is this going to make that job either harder or easier? <laughs> Hopefully easier. <laughs> we can only hope we can really only hope. But, uh, and then of course, um, 
uh, call to arms in uh, in October of this year is a uh, another local convention, much like uh, the muster, but uh, run by myself and uh, a couple of my colleagues uh, down here in Hampton Roads. Uh, much more emphasis on heresy and some of the more modern game systems, Age of Sigmar, Bolt Action, stuff like that. Um, all of that to say that like this year has a lot of opportunity for some really good gaming events, um, a lot of really good opportunities to uh, kind of keep heresy at the forefront, keep it growing, keep the community like interacting with each other. Just uh, I'm, I'm excited for it really like as exhausting and like tiring as it can be at times. Like it's, there's a lot of good opportunity this year and I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Down in Hampton roads, uh, you guys have a monthly or weekly uh, heresy night? Yeah, we uh, so back in oh gosh, was it probably back in August. Um, we started because uh, to uh, coincide with the release of the new edition, we started our slow grow league um, every Thursday night um, at uh, one of the local game uh, you know, stores, uh, Tower of Games in Virginia Beach. Um, we kind of chose that as our as our hangout spot just because it was central to a lot of the of the players here locally. We 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 jump around uh, to some of the others like Atlantis Games and Comics, who's been a big supporter of us. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes we just do it at someone's house if you know if it's too busy somewhere. But um, you know, we we started doing that. You know, uh, back in you know, July or August, you know, start at five hundred points, and then every month adding another two hundred and fifty. Um, mm-hmm. We we have hit the 2,500 point mark for January, and we're about to uh, we're about to finish that out. Um, and then February we will start fresh uh, with a new escalation league with the uh, intended goal of having 2,500 points of a new army built, painted, ready to go uh, by the time Nova hits. Um, and that has been that has worked really well for us. We have been able to. Uh, you know, grow our local community uh, pretty comfortably. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, our our community here is you know mostly you know people in their you know late twenties, mid thirties, uh, somewhere around there. We got a couple of uh, older and a couple younger, but you know everyone's got weird. You know, um, they uh, they've got jobs, they've got families. Everyone's schedule is absolutely fuckered all the time. Uh, absolutely, so, um, <laughs> feel but, that. <laughs> but uh what what i have found um and what i would urge everyone who's listening to do if you want to get people coming out and playing more often like m- just make that time sacred and just be visible go out to your store local game stores just be out there answer questions ro- roll dice and show people that you're having fun and naturally people will want to like wonder what that is if they're not familiar with it and uh, they're going to want to be a part of it because you're showing them you know, tangibly. This is what we do. This is this is the kind of community that we build, um, mm-hmm. and that has worked out you know very well for us. Um, so we're going to keep doing that because why why mess with marketing brilliance? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I know down in uh, Richmond, and I think Michael and Jared can talk to about it, um, on uh, third Thursdays down at Battlegrounds RVA. Uh, Richmond has our own uh, heresy night. I think in, uh, let's see, next week we're wrapping up our slow grow campaign that started uh, right after Nova. And it's uh, 2,500 points, if I recall correctly. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And that'll be the conclusion of that slow grow campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
we have other other things in the book in the works. So expect to hear about that shortly. Yep. I think our plan is a, like a narrative campaign for the summertime. Yep. A narrative campaign with the plan to end about with Nova uh, and then start, start up another one after that. That's right. New slogan, uh, new slow grow campaign after Nova and the cycle will hopefully go perpetually until uh, forever. forever. Plastic army men forever for a hundred years. So we're excited about that and got a few other, uh, like a uh, Saturday uh, games, we're hoping to plan here in the future as well for big events for people to come all over. More details to follow. We're settling in the dates right now, but that's awesome. Yeah. We're excited about that. Is every time I have this idea that I'm going to do some really expansive, awesome narrative campaign, like I, I, I get about like, I put about five or six hours into it and then I realize like who I am. Um, the, the fact that that's just never going to work with the way that my brain works. I was like, I, I'm not a good enough writer to make this stick and nor do I have the follow through. Um, not when I'm having to uh, wrangle uh, all of the cats that are gamers <laughs> trying yeah, to get them to, you know, be coordinated and come to, you know, be at the same spot at the same time every week. It's, it's surprisingly hard to even at an event just to make sure people get to the right table. Yeah. <laughs> oh, weirdly. So yes. Uh. Like I, one of uh, one of our locals, Ed, he is a master of you know crafting stuff. I am um, mm-hmm. certain that he just goes to the junkyard, takes a handful of of crap, and is like, "I'm going to turn this into an army." Um, but <laughs> he came uh, to me a couple years ago and was and made me a bunch of these like like 12 inch circles with like table numbers on them, big bright mm. yellow panels with big black letters oh, yeah. on them. And uh, like they're, I mean, they're ex- extremely useful. Um, mm-hmm. But even then, every time I've put them on the tables and tell people like where they are, <laughs> like it astounds me still that people play heresy and like, they don't know Roman numerals. I'm like, how do you play this game and not know what Roman numerals are? <laughs> the VNIs on know. the shoulder pad look really but, nice. It's, it's just mm, depends on which direction <laughs> you're looking them from. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, oh, so what do you play? Oh, I'm, I'm the, I'm in the Vi Legion, the Vi Legion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, I think uh, they're wolves or something. I don't know, but they're Vi. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, from our own experience at Nova, we'll know uh, this year, we'll definitely have uh, table numbers. Uh, yes, definitely. And a bullhorn. So I, I guess the question is, will those will those table numbers be uh, Arabic numerals or Roman numerals? I, we could I put, think uh, we put them in kanji and really just fuck everyone up. <laughs> <laughs> put them in Roman numerals on the top, and then in parentheses, you have your Arabic numeral. Or we could just have a bunch of dots, count the dots. It'll be great. I think I, I really like how the team's coming together over this. I, I'm really looking forward to the response. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh my gosh. <laughs> but uh, you know, talking more about community uh, for yourself, Ben, how, uh, how expanded has your community grown over the past year with the new edition? Um, well, so that's not a, uh, it would be nice to be able to say like, Oh, we doubled. Um, mm-hmm. it doesn't quite work that way. Like I said, everyone's schedule and their responsibilities have, have, uh, changed. Um, but 
I would say that our, our core group, those the people who play regularly together, um, that's probably jumped up probably 50%, which is, that's really positive in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But the amount of people that we have like jumping in and out, just, you know, even, you know, a game here and there, that's grown, you know, probably another 15, 20 people. Um, and even some of, a lot of them are uh, ninth edition converts. Uh, again, uh, going back mm-hmm. to what I said earlier, they're seeing us out there, um, being loud and boisterous and having fun in public. And it, inevitably they want to just see what that's about. Um, and then, I mean, a, a lot of our guys, I am not one of them, but we have a lot of really great hobbyists who have really well-painted shit and people want to see it because it's like, Oh, that's similar to what I'm playing and, you know, in war and you know, ninth edition, but I've not seen that particular model before. I've, I've seen a, a whole lot of these people, um, uh, got in during eighth or ninth ed. So a lot of the models that we're putting on the table, they just have never seen, <laughs> like, yeah. they don't know anything. Like they look similar, but they're not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once they start, I started. <laughs> yeah. Well, once they start seeing how we're playing and they, they we, we explain how certain rules interactions work and all, it almost always goes the same way. They're like, wow. So you have rules that are universal that, everyone knows just what they are. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, that they, they had those before. Uh, and then they changed it like, Oh, so I don't have to learn five different versions of feel no pain. No, no, please brother. Come, uh, come, come over to our side. I, I don't know. Uh, we got, we, we may have like two or three types of feel yeah. no pain now. <laughs> yeah. We, we got a couple damage mitigations going on. I mean, we do, but a little bit different. I, I do think we're going to see more of that though. People yeah. kind of fed up with ninth and maybe, you know, 10th, whenever that comes out, coming over to, to test the waters, so to speak. Yeah, cause I, I think you're, I think you're going to see both. I think you're going to see mm-hmm. people who, uh, well, it's, it, this may speak to uh, Michael more th- uh, so than the other two, but um, it's like fifth edition D and D is, you know, numerically the most popular game system that they have ever made. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no denying it. The numbers do not lie. Um, but it is a very simplified and streamlined rule set. And while it's, it is fun. Uh, you can get people joining in on the game really quick in a matter of minutes. Once you get really, um, acquainted with it, like night fed, in my opinion, uh, you start yearning for uh, something a little bit heavier hitting a little bit more crunchy, uh, something where the, me- the mechanics don't just feel as clunky. um, and that's when you start looking for other game systems that like start scratching that itch more and more. I mean, some people will never, you know, some people will never want to expand past that and that's fine. They've got a system now available to them to use. Um, but I think that what heresy offers that crowd is, you know, a, a, a really good rule set that has some, well, they're not, I was going to say unique mechanics, but no, they've been around for decades. Just, you know, they have been you know kind of thrown to the uh, side because people thought that they were too complex and now they're back and everyone's seeing like, Oh wow, the community around this is fantastic. Like I want to be a part of that. And I think that that's a big part of it. Like they're seeing that the people that are enjoying it, like the, the, the community around it has really, you know, congealed and has made it, you know, it made their made it a point that all right this game is going to play well 
with one another. <laughs> like we're like we're yeah. not going to try to be, uh, you know, we're not going to try to big dick this. We're just trying to have a good time. We're trying to keep things, you know, relatively thematic. We're we're gonna you know, we we want to explore a, a more in depth rule set, uh, a, a, a deeper narrative, and we want to have good people to enjoy it with. I think that's been very important and a a, a keystone to our success overall. Also, so far at least, knock on wood, the other thing we have over ninth edition is stability. We don't oh, have man. new a new rules rule set every three months. Uh, it's still early though, and things yeah. are still things <laughs> can still shift. Wood. But also, you know, if, know, if we were getting updates, you know, as often as as ninth was getting, we would have had two or three by now. <laughs> so, <laughs> for what Ooh, that's worth, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> careful what you wish for Please for sure no. man <laughs> I, like i said I, I moved to heresy oh boy eight nine years ago 2015 mm-hmm. yeah that sounds right somewhere and, around there yeah and looking at 40k now and like i get it a lot of people enjoy it it's popular for sure but my my poor brain my poor 30 plus year old brain could not handle the constant constant shift of the points and then suddenly they can't space, either <laughs> space marines get minus one ap now they don't anymore it's like what it's like i don't understand it, now all it, the war no. gear apparently is free now too for a lot of things for some <laughs> things but not all things <laughs> right it's like i i wouldn't i barely have enough time to keep track with heresy I could not keep track with the constant flux of changes in ninth it is but weird good luck to those people who do i'm sure it's enjoyable Models it's, are still great. It's a things, fun but, enough game. Like I ended yeah. up playing a big game of it um, on New Year's Day. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, some other friends, like they really wanted me to come out there, and there's a, this whole story behind it. But uh, I, I did, and we had a really good time. I enjoyed it, but it's just it, it just scratches a different itch, um, and it doesn't scratch it well enough for for my kind of gaming now um that's fair so so i i have moved on and i know that uh about about my gaming uh you know preferences yeah and heresy 2.0 has been pretty solid overall yeah i would say so it's um i want this to be supported i want it to continue it is a fantastic rule set it's got some weirdness in there but all complicated rule sets with tons and tons of different interactions and units, et cetera, do none of them are super smooth. Um, you have to kind of, you know, give each other some grace and, you know, work through problems and just, you know, kind of, okay, if it doesn't work out, you just dice off for it and you move on. Um, it's never going to be airtight. I look at the ninth edition of the change list and it looks like a MMO change log it's like good <laughs> well it's it, wild it's, it does it does look exactly like that uh, that's yeah. actually a really good way of putting it yeah. as i'm sitting here waiting to raid tonight um yeah speaking of which i i know i'll make sure you got plenty of time yeah I'll, I'll jump off here in a second but that's a okay. that's a really good point it, it, it is interesting to me because what they're doing now is what a lot of us you know 40k players had been begging for for ages like i remember jumping in at the tail end of fourth ed and you know playing through all of fifth ed and that was kind of my heyday of uh, of, of 40k proper uh fifth mm-hmm. and sixth ed and like 
Dark Eldar hadn't had a an, a, a codex upgrade in like fourteen years. <laughs> like people were still using, <laughs> like like it, it was like a black and white book on like it, it looked like it would yep. come from like the war. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was it was just like old parchment. <laughs> like there were blood stains on it from where people like had to write that shit out with a quill. Like it, it was probably wasn't much of an FAQ either. There was a very little of an FAQ. Like every once in a while they'd put some sort of clarification in a white dwarf but mm-hmm. they would not put that shit online <laughs> so no. like now they're yeah. doing what we asked them to do for ages and ages and that's that's constant support you know and changes and keeping it you know you know trying to keep balance for whatever that's worth um tr- you know trying to clarify rules interactions I, I don't know that they always do a good job of it um it seems like you know, some of these uh, releases, the balance updates and whatnot, just seem like they don't they don't do half measures very well. Like, oh, this thing is overpowered. Let's absolutely neuter it into the ground where it is no longer usable ever again. <laughs> oh, this thing is underpowered. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the the average guardsman now has a death strike missile in his pocket. Like he can just throw it whenever <laughs> he wants and blow up whatever he wants at a moment's notice. It's fine. <laughs> so no half no half measures. Just they are, everything is either awesome or terrible all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with that, I do have to jump off. But gentlemen, it has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, and I will talk to you very soon. It always is. Yep. Thanks, Ben. And take care. Have you a good too. evening. Good luck. So we're going to take a quick break. If people want to still uh, hang around and talk some more. Sure. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Once again, thanks for listening to the Remembrancers Retreat. If you enjoy our program, be sure to go to Facebook and Instagram at RR30K Podcast. You can also go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. You can join our Discord community. The link is in the show notes. If you'd like to support our program, be sure to go to Patreon.com and become a member today. And as always, we'd like to thank all of our patrons, starting with our Legion Praetors, Alex Self, Captain Sasquatch, Chaplain Asar, Chris Mack, Garner.Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Luke Rizzuto, Matthew Boyce, Mr. Baldwick, Nick Quenga, Rena the Floof, Sar Luther, Variance Hammer, and Zachary Thompson. Our Legion Centurions, Aaron Maynard, Andrew N., Dave Jones, Duncan, Gorecrow, Life Subaquatic, M. Tanzer, Matthew Andriasio, Nick Hilda, Richard Bork, Scott LeMay, The Zoy, and Winter. And finally, our Legion Sergeants, Aircraft Terrier, Pulfarius, Dale Jones, Emily O'Hare, Eric Dacus, Garrett Lowe, Jade Sales, John, Jonathan Crane, Carl, Noah Atkins, at Fulsadax Monstrosa, and Travis Smith. Once again, we thank all of you for your support. And finally, we'd like to thank GoblinsHut.com, your place for dirty down special effects, paint, and hobby supplies. Right now, if you become a patron, you can get a discount to GoblinsHut.com. We'll get a special promo code for you to use there to uh, save on Dirty Down Rust, Moss, and Vertigris special effects paint, as well as uh, Kalinsky Sable brush sets. Once again, that's goblinshut.com. So, what do y'all want to talk about now? Every time we record, I feel like the picture behind me is kind of haunted. It's a little bit haunting, for sure, especially now that we're actually seeing each other's faces and stuff. It's part of the charm. It's stealing your soul, so just FYI. Yeah, well, if it can find it, it can have it. Be ready for that.
I'm currently flanked by the two iron or imperial, excuse me, imperial fist players in our group here. So what do the imperial fist players want to talk about? Honestly, <laughs> this weekend I finally got around to after five years, I have finally painted my Adeptus Titanicus Maniple. I'm proud of you. <laughs> hey, I told you, you need to let the um, glue set. <laughs> Not that long. Yes, for five years. You don't want to rush things. It's, it's, uh... yeah. Well, at the end, I decided just just get it done. Mm-hmm. Don't don't worry too much about finding the perfect scheme. Just get it done. Um, and I now have five tit- five titans painted. I mean, also, Griffinonicus has, like, the easiest scheme. I don't know about that. <sighs> you still got yellow. And he didn't use contrast, either. What'd you use, Averland? Yeah. Averland's hey, fine. Uh, you say that. When's the <laughs> last time you used it? I use it on my Middenheim guys. Why? Because before I discovered <laughs> contrast. And then I switched. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's good to, because you, ah, it's just weird. I kind of considered that you always had a maniple <laughs> and then you just uh, show up to my house one day and it's like, I'm going to paint these. I'm like, what? Like, I don't have a Titan Legion. It's like, what? Even I do. And I don't even play the game as much as I should. <laughs> to be fair, I have had one. <laughs> just <Yeah. have> it <laughs> painted. Ah. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, I think that's pretty exciting. I'm rereading the rule book now, and hopefully I'll roll up to your house at some point and we'll uh, have a walk. Do you have the Loyalist Sounds Legions good. book? Okay. Yes. Because that's going to be yes. way more complete than any other thing. So I'm pretty annoyed about that because since I'm playing Graphonicus, most of what I need is in this book, <laughs> plus a little bit of errata. How much update did the Loyalists get? For Graphonicus in the Loyalist oh, book, I should say. Uh, Graphonicus, it was a couple of word changes uh, to change um, a couple things with how their special rules work. Mm-hmm. Um, big ones are they can, at least by my reading, exchange any number of uh, warhounds or warlords in a maniple for mm-hmm. reavers instead of just one. And more importantly, any of their reavers can take the Griffonicus Reaver upgrades, not just ones that you've swapped out. Gotcha. Yeah. I guess there's just generally more options in there anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, the loyalist book does also have a bunch more war gear, which mm-hmm. I'm definitely planning on making use of. Definitely. That's cool. I, uh, yeah. I managed to get tickets to Adepticon Saturday. Yes. I was, I was painful, but it felt, pretty comfortable being a, a Nova open a customer as well. Ooh, sometimes those ticket systems just, yeah, just, it just gets a little painful, for, painful for him. You thought it was like a, a Taylor Swift concert. The way that thing was bogged <laughs> down. It was 40 minutes before I got my, uh, basic administ- admission ticket. I was like, good Fuck. God. <laughs> uh, then I got really worried because I made, I wasn't thinking straight because you know, I'd been sitting in front of my staring at a screen rolling for 40 minutes. Then once I got my tickets, I was like, and now let me go add Kara to my group. And it was the same thing. I was like, oh shit, I didn't buy anything. I hope it's still all in my cart. It was all in my cart. 
still, thankfully. But I was like, oh, I made a terrible, terrible mistake here. I should have grabbed my stuff first. But But it worked out, and I'm excited because this will be my first time at Adepticon. And if you see me around, I'll try to be wearing my podcast shirts. Come say hi. Maybe I'll stuff my pockets full of chocolate or stickers or something, and I'll hand it out to listeners. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Maybe more stickers than chocolate. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Those gaming calls get a, get a little warm. You may not true. want chocolate in the pockets. But I'm, I'm excited. This will be my first time to Adepticon. It will be my I... second time purchasing an administ- admission ticket to Adepticon. So we'll see what happens. Jesse, what you can do is <laughs> when the chocolate melts in your pocket, stick your hand in there and then touch other people's mm. models. Yeah, I'm sure that will go over You're real well. They'll, they'll remember me for sure. It's the chocolate mm. finger guy. Oh God! Anyway, Fungy fingers. <laughs> Man. In similar news, uh, I did register for the muster. Yes, so I'm set to get, set to head to that. When is that? Yeah, the her- the the heresy uh, event is on the 18th, but the convention is, uh, I believe, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, or rather Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Excuse me. Heresy is on the 18th. Yeah, it's a uh, Saturday. Hurry up! Tickets are selling fast. They might be all sold out by the time people hear this episode, but I'll try Hopefully to uh, push it. I'll try to yeah. push it through. But um, let's see. Do I got anything else here? I also painted up some Huskarls, which I will probably okay. take to that event, and uh, hopefully they'll serve me well. Yeah, I need to start ah, the second edition plastic backlog. I really need to start uh, breaking out and doing some stuff. I. Mostly finished up a uh, vigilator. Finally, now I can join the uh, sniper asshole brigade. I'm just pinging off of twos and rending. <laughs> Vigilators have always been cool. Now they're cooler. Uh, now yeah, they actually yeah. do something <laughs> along with being cool. <laughs> and I just love consoles in general. Now the fact that they gave them all relentless is just hilarious, and I'm yeah, all about it. There aren't many consoles I don't want in mm-hmm. some capacity. Yeah, I think I'm going to do be a jerk and do a double Moritat at some point. Mm. Double plasma Moritat. <laughs> be hilarious. <laughs> I'll see. What else I get done? Let's see. Yeah, I need to figure out. I'm, I'm got to figure out what my new units are going to be because I got a whole bunch of the Mark Six. I think I finally so it, in first edition most of my stuff was uh, mechanized tanks. And just the way transports worked, I didn't have a lot of space for a lot of uh, tacticals, especially because I was running rhinos and stuff. But now infantry is pretty darn good. So I, I think I'll finally expand and actually make more than a single 20-man squadron of infantry mm-hmm. now. <laughs> couple men, a couple more 20-man squads of infantry will complement your 10-man squads of infantry pretty well, I think. Yep, especially if I do the 10-mans to uh, veterans. I think which speaking of which uh, you and I, we had a game. It was new year's day, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Which, uh, I found that the, the, uh, Sakaran Arcus is an extremely useful anti-dread, uh, vehicle. Again, it's a vehicle, so you got to keep it safe, but when it's dropping five strength, eight AP two rockets at stuff, it uh, works out pretty darn well. I'm definitely considering upgrading to a squadron of two of those hmm. in the future. I was definitely not expecting the AP2. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was a really good game. It was. Like I said, we played for full six turns, and it still ended up one-to-one. <laughs> yep. Perfect tie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Tied on secondaries. Yep. Oh, man. What's you, Jared? Got any plans um, lately? I am slowly working my way through uh, making kind of one and a half uh, fantasy armies. Okay. Um, that, uh, not spatchcocking, slap chopping method. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, spatchcock spatch no, the no. models. Do not spatchcock the idea, models. Bad idea, bad idea. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Huge waste of money. Tried that a dozen times. I've done that before. Bad move. Yeah. yeah. Great for poultry. Not for models. Uh, well, if you're making casualties, uh. maybe. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> That's a good no, point. I, I'm normally a batch painter of, you know, 20 or 30 guys at a go, but being able to just like knock one dude out in like 10 minutes is, is nice. Kind of a quality of life improvement. Yeah, it feels yeah. good. So I'm yeah. going through some great swords. I did some, you know, 20 foot knights, did some, some mounted knights, did a lady on a dragon. It's all good times. Yeah. Getting ready for yeah, old world. Yeah. When that drops, I'm going to have like several fully painted armies. Yeah. I'm going to lose all my friends when old world comes out. Yeah. You're going to join us and you're going to play. I could. Something. I'll come up with an army for you, Jesse. We'll see. I don't know. I, I saw some uh, pretty cool uh, empire stuff. Mm-hmm. Or I guess it was uh, Cities of Sigmar. Yeah. That were painted up real grim, dark on Warhammer community, and that—not mm-hmm. that, gonna lie—that compelled me a bit. They're gonna get new models, <laughs> and they're gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. The problem is, you're gonna need a million of them. Oh, Kara's not gonna like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not that bad, honestly. Yeah, I don't it's believe you. It's more bad. of just the the. It's more about just the quantity of stuff. Yeah, in my uh, in my docile than uh, and necessarily where I get it from. <laughs> you know, honestly, like with with you know what what Ben was talking about a little bit ago. You know, God forbid, you know, old world comes back and you know gets a, a ninth edition forty k treatment, or you know, it's just getting squirrely with the rules, or, or you know, the worst stuff that people complain about Age of Sigmar with, um, you know, the balance and sort of you know the flighty rules and, and just being all over the place. You know, imperfect though it might be, you know, Warhammer Armies project still exists. You can play whatever edition of fantasy mm-hmm. you want, and and the rules and the info are out there, and you can just run with it. Yeah, there's plenty of a uh, plenty of support for them around. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we'll 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 see where that takes me. It's gonna take you. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> uh, when Old World shows up, I'll be asking, "Where's the skirmish system?" <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it scales. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm kind of assuming it's going to be like, kind of like how they did heresy where still maintain some older edition stuff, but also puts a little twist on it. Would be my you, guess. You know, that's a fair point. If I can start with like a 500 point army, you know, something reasonable and work my way up that I could do, mm-hmm. but it, you know, coming straight into, you know, painting a hundred models. I, I know me. That's not. I, I don't think you'll yeah, be I will stuck say. doing that. Oh, no. If no. you want to get into it, I, I I doubt. Just with how they've been I, selling stuff I, lately, it's, it seems like the box sets and the you know 
I, I do know old fantasy was a bit like that. Yes. Yeah. Paint your thousand miniatures and then you can play a game. <laughs> Hope it's a good list. That's rough. Right. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited for this year. I mean, all sorts of cool stuff. It's going to be a lot of uh, terrain prep. Not as much as last year, hey, though. For, for me, a bit more, honestly. I, I painted like 3,000 points of new Imperial Fist for last year, so I've got a list. I've got so many lists. I've got mm. I've got like a dozen lists I can play. <laughs> I think I'm going to do 20 more Tactical Marines before August, but everything else is just going to be, you know, terrain for, for you and Ben and, you know, fantasy just for, for myself, and, and I think I'm going to be in a good spot. If you've got bandwidth, you might want to reach out to Austin and see if he needs anything for Nova. We're with that Terrain, terrain, terrain. That's yep, yep. yep. Terrain. I'm printing terrain. Yeah, because um, yeah, because we, he and I at least have been talking. I don't know how much he's been talking to other folks. Uh, yeah, but, we're uh, we're in constant contact. That's cool. cool, cool, cool. I know exactly what he needs, and I've just last weekend got a, uh, a printing enclosure yeah. for the Ender Three, so I can get that set up without the mm. air conditioning messing it up. Mm. Yeah, um, I think I've. Nailed down the narrative for our local narrative campaign. Now I'm kind of rotating my focus towards the Nova campaign, which I'm also handling narrative for. Good. Um, and I think that's going to be a lot of my hobby, hobbying is figuring out how to manage that. Better you well, than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll sneak peek our plan for Nova this year. We've been talking about it where the entire, uh, Heresy section of the convention will be all intertwined for the most part. Some of the weirder events are going to stand alone, but sure. for the most part, it'll all all be the, the same battlefield. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be good. Your decisions, your actions, your, your team uh, success or failures will count towards the whole thing. Yeah. In more ways than just you win or you lose. And we'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cool. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Me too. All right. Well, if anyone has anything else, I'm good to hang out with you guys tonight. Once again, thanks Ben for coming on. If you're going to go to Williamsburg muster, I think that's a heresy at the Williamsburg muster is the Facebook page name. I'll see if I put throwing up a link on there on the show notes. And man, that's about all I had for tonight. Once again, thanks for listening. My name's Jesse. There's Michael. Michael. That's Michael. Jared. There's Jared. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good night, y'all, and keep those dice rolling. Bye for now. Bye.